Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. This is your host, George Muniz Gunn. In this episode, I wanted to talk about the problematic history of the puzzle piece, uh, why you shouldn't use it, why a lot of autistic people don't like it, and what you can use instead. So let's start with some history. The puzzle piece was created in 1963 by Gerald Gasson from the National Autistic Society in the UK. It was created, so him and his non-autistic board member colleagues believed that autistic people suffered from a puzzling condition and that the, you know, they needed to be fixed with, you know, intervention therapies or such that essentially forced them to mask their autism and behave in so-called more appropriate neuronormative ways. Uh, the original puzzle piece actually had a weeping child on it. Um, and it was even more ableist than the ones we see now in Autism Speaks and such because it actually had a weeping child. It was literally per outwardly portraying autism as a tragedy, pumping fear into families, just so harmful, like on so many levels. Um, but basically what I'm trying to show here is the puzzle piece is rooted in the pathology paradigm uh, created by non-autistics with no input whatsoever from autistic people, and it continues to push this idea that autism is some sort of disease or tragedy uh, that needs to be cured, and uh, organizations like Autism Speaks, which I did an episode on episode 14, and, uh, you know, how they promote eugenics research to basically get rid of autism. They uh, promote conversion therapies like ABA that I did an episode on episode 15 about how these therapies teach autistic people to mask their traits and behave as if they were neurotypicals, which is really harmful uh, for their mental health long term because they grow up being told that they can't be who they are and they'll only be accepted if they force themselves to behave in a way that is not aligned with the way that their brain naturally works. And so Autism Speaks unfortunately continues to use the puzzle piece, continues to portray this idea that autism is something bad and that people need to be saved from being autistic and uh, you know, they, and for people that don't know, for people that don't understand a lot about autism, they give in to that because they think, oh my God, you know, um, uh, they think that it's a bad thing and they think that this organization wants to help people, but they don't even realize that this organization is harming the community that they portray themselves as trying to help by basically promoting this idea that autistic people can't be autistic, that they need to be somehow trained to be neurotypical. And so now that I've talked about why you shouldn't use the puzzle piece, let's talk about what you can use instead. And that would be 
the very symbol I use for this podcast and the symbol that is widely used by most of the autistic community was created by an autistic person and that is the rainbow colored infinity symbol. And the reason we like that symbol is because it represents different types of gender, race, ethnicity, support need levels, all kinds of ways that different autistic people can present, all kinds of ways that autism can look like. And it doesn't ignore autistic adults by by using a puzzle and pretending that autism is like some kind of disease that you have as a child and that somehow vanishes when you're an adult because unfortunately that's a lot that's what a lot of people think a lot of people don't realize that it's a neurotype it isn't the way your brain is wired it doesn't change it doesn't go away it's not a disease it's it's just who you are so the infinity symbol does a really good job of showing that and that's why a lot of us prefer it now i wanted to reiterate there are some autistics that will still like to use the puzzle piece and they have the right to do so it's their preference but with this episode i just wanted to explain why it's actually offensive to a lot of us and it might not be a good idea to use it out in the real world because it can continue to perpetuate the negative stigmas and stereotypes about autism that advocates like myself have been working so hard to try to get rid of. Um, So that's all I have to say for this one. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a pretty short one, but hopefully really uh, valuable and educational for many. See you next time.